Hey there. If you're anything like me, you have dreams you want to make reality or goals you want to achieve. But let's face it, time is not on your side. You're busy, you're tired. And when in the world would you carve out the amount of time you would need to achieve anything above and beyond the day-to-day -day load you're already carrying? Welcome to Mom on the Fringe. I am your host, Amy Matthews Mootville. I'm a busy mom of three young children, an entrepreneur, singer, voice teacher, and lover of any old piece of furniture that needs restoration. I am here to support you, encourage you, and give you tactical tips and tools to help you find those hidden pockets of time in your busy week and use that time to your advantage. Let's get started. Well, hello there. I'm back and I wanted to touch on what we were actually discussing yesterday in part one of this series about getting clear on what it is we really want to do. I didn't expect when I started writing out this podcast series that I was going to talk about the thief of comparison, but I felt like it was so necessary because I think in a lot of cases, comparison is what really influences what next moves we're going to make in our lives. Today, I wanted to dive into actually the blog post that I wrote that's connected to this podcast series. And it is actually called, dun, 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 same title, <laughs> Getting Clear on What You Really Want. I wanted to read this blog post to you in case you're not in a place where you can actually read. And you can always refer back to it and go and look at it over on my blog at momonthefringe.com. But I wanted to talk about this because it actually addresses another thing that I think is more on the positive end. We talked yesterday about comparison. But I think we can actually start to talk about admiration and finding traits in other people that we really actually want to emulate. So whether it's on the playground, at a birthday party, or over a glass of wine with a good friend, there always seems to be a common theme in our conversation. It's time or the lack thereof. Everyone is pressed for time. But moms seem to be more pressed for time, about a billion times more than anyone else I know. <laughs> I mean, I didn't do any scientific re research here, but I'm pretty sure my estimate is accurate. No offense if you're busy and you're not a mom, really. Are you offended that I said that? Sorry. But here's the deal. For many of us moms, our goals and dreams don't go away just because we have umpteen kids we have to feed. Again, that's an exaggeration. I only have three. Three. <laughs> three kids. They're beautiful, and I adore them, and I love spending time with them. But let's face it. When they're around, it's not like I can just go work on my blog or paint or journal or learn a new skill or achieve tasks that require concentration. I mean, I can barely get the laundry done, the dishes washed, the cooking for that evening's dinner prepared, or let's face it, even go to the bathroom for one minute without hearing someone try to murder someone else in the next room. 
However, even though the odds tend to be against us, we see more and more moms getting you-know-what done and achieving their dreams than ever before. So the question I ask is, how in the actual world is this possible? Well, while I don't have all the answers, I think there are some pretty tried and true commonalities among moms who are able to make their lives work really well for themselves and their families on the fringe of their hectic, busy days. And I want to share those with you here today by talking about how we get to this point of figuring out what it is we really want to do. Because I really feel like that's the secret behind it all, is figuring out what it is we're really supposed to do. Because let's face it, we will not have momentum to keep going when the going gets tough if we don't know for sure. Before we get started, I want you to think about who you admire and what they're doing. So you might think that that's a little bit contradictory to what we were talking about yesterday in comparison, but it's actually not. I feel like admiration is the other side to the coin. We can either compare and feel terrible about ourselves because we're not doing the things that someone else is doing, or we can admire someone, learn from them, and emulate what they're doing if it appeals to us and appeals to our values and our priorities for our lives. Now, you might admire a lot of people for different reasons, but as you read this, I want you to think about someone in your life who seems to have it all sort of figured out. Now, we know that's not true, that they have it all figured out. And this person that you're thinking about is probably not anywhere near perfect. Who is? But she seems to have her niche or her passion or her higher purpose, and she's making it work for herself and her family. Can you get a visual of someone in your life that you would love to emulate? Now, before you go off dreaming this person up, I want you to actually know her and not just follow her on social media platforms. I want you to know her struggles as well as her successes. Do you know this person really well? Is she someone you could call up and ask about how she's doing it all? Because if you don't know her, you might have a preconceived idea of who she is and not really have the back end of how her life is actually going. The point is, I want this to be a real live person in your life. Okay, so now we have her. Is she doing something you think you might like to do? What is it about her life that makes you admire her or even want to emulate her? Try not to just think about outward appearance, although it's not wrong to admire another woman's beauty or style, but I want you to think a little deeper about what makes this person so special. Because as we know, it's not just the outward appearance of how things really are, but it's the actual story of her life. Is she in really good shape? Does she seem to be organized? Does she cook delicious, fancy meals? Is she outgoing, prolific, or talented in some way? Is she successful at her business? Is she great at decorating her home? Does she seem to really have her spiritual life in check 
and her beliefs and how she lives those beliefs out in her daily life. Does she have a thriving marriage? I mean, the list could go on of all the things you're going to think about with this person. Now, I want you to think in terms of admiration, like I said, and not jealousy. We're specifically talking about traits you admire, okay? So what stands out to you? I want you to do a little digging. And I want you to get out a piece of paper and your favorite pen. Doesn't everyone have their favorite pen? I certainly do. And write down anything that comes to mind about whatever it is you would like to be more of or have in your life. If you've never created a dream board or brainstormed, this exercise might feel a little silly, but bear with me. Your dreams are not a waste of time, and this process will eventually get us somewhere, I promise. And if you don't have, if if a blank piece of paper sounds scary to you, I've also included a download with this episode that you can go and download and get a, a little guide that helps you to brainstorm. I know it seems silly, but again, bear with this process because I think it's really important that you are able to think about the traits you admire in someone else and not think about them in a way that is depressing for yourself, where you feel like, oh my gosh, I'm not achieving anything and here this person is so great and I'm terrible. No, that's comparison. That's what we were talking about in this episode series before. What I'm talking about now is finding things you love in other people and wanting to develop yourself in that way. We have a great guide, by the way, for who we would love to emulate, and that's Jesus. I firmly believe he is who I want to emulate above anyone else. But there are people in my life that I can look back and think, oh, yeah, I want to emulate them because they represent emulating Jesus to me. I want you to do a little digging and I want you to, if you, like I said, if you need this downloadable worksheet, check it out, get it. I urge you because it will help you go through this exercise. And I'm, I'm serious, it'll probably take you two or three minutes tops. It shouldn't take you any longer. It should be able to be something you just immediately can look at and go, yes, I know how to do this, okay? So don't spend too much time on it. But your dreams are not a waste of time. And this process will eventually get us somewhere. Okay, so... Have you done it? If you're in the car, or in on your treadmill, or you're washing dishes, I want you to come back to this episode, and I want you to go into the show notes, and I want you to download this worksheet, or get out a piece of paper. You don't have to download the worksheet if it doesn't work for you, but get out a piece of paper and brainstorm someone that you really love and the attributes that that person has that you would love to have in your life, okay? So once you've done that, I want you to look at what this brainstorming piece of paper says. Were you really honest with yourself? No answer on that paper is wrong either. 
and you don't have to show it to anyone. Once you make this, you can actually throw it away. But I advise you to keep it somewhere that you can either look at it daily or put it up somewhere on a board so that you can begin to think about how you can make changes in your life and how you can get really clear on what you want based on some of these observations about others. A lot of times we don't think about other people's positive attributes and consciously want to emulate them. A lot of that's done in our subconscious and we we do it without thinking or we don't, right? But I want this to be an exercise for you on really getting honest about what you want. And I want you to circle the things on your paper that really stand out to you. And I want you to focus on those things and I want you to think about them a lot. My next question to you is what would your life look like if you were able to incorporate these things you wrote down in your life? Now, maybe some of them are something that you would do over a long period of time. So if you wrote down a lot of things, I want you to take the top five. Top five things. And I want you to really focus on how can you develop these five things one at a time, because we can never do something all at the same time. If you were trying to change five different things about yourself, you'd get really discouraged if you tried to do it all at the same time. So those five things that you could work on in your life over the span of a year, one at a time. What would your life look like if you were able to even make one of these things happen this year? I believe it's completely doable. It's just a matter of putting all the steps in place to get there. Thank you so much for listening today. Go into those show notes, download this brainstorming guide, and I'll see you back here tomorrow. Well, that's a wrap. Thank you so much for sticking around and listening to this podcast episode. It means so much for me. And please don't forget to leave a review. Till next time. Bye-bye.